Welcome to Healing School this morning. As always, Healing School is the place where people come to hear and to be healed. Did you like that song this morning? Healed by the power, the power of the Lord. Without a doubt, I know he can bring you out. By his stripes, you were healed. You hear that word, were healed? Because it's a finished work already. We're going to talk about that a little bit today. So good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School. Praise God. So get your Bible, grab pen and paper, or whatever device that you want to use taking notes. And listen, do yourself a favor. Invest in you. What do I mean by that? Try your best not to get distracted. All right? You notice how I said that? Try your best. I believe you're going to hear something today that's going to really help you. Good morning, Prophet. Well, good morning. Good morning out there. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're excited that you're here. Amen. Amen. All right. We can take it away. Well, this morning, we're going to have a guest (laughs) with us this morning. Amen. In that, I mean, we're going to do uh, some excerpts from a great man of God, healing minister, minister of uh, man. I don't know how many years we can say his ministry was in operation, but you've heard of Oral Roberts. I know you have. Great tent revival minister. And his ministry was just so powerful as it relates to healing. And so we, I found this article and I thought we would share it. Uh, Apostle and I thought we would just share it with you this morning. So as Apostle always said, grab pen and pad, take notes if you need to. But I think it's going to bless. It blessed me just listening to it. So he's talking about healing, of course, and some things that might uh, be an issue for some of us. And if it is, then we're going to believe God that it's not going to be an issue after this message this morning. So let's Amen. get started. And as I uh, go through this uh, this message from Oral Roberts, and possibly if you want to stop me in along the way, just all right, on in, and we'll discuss it. So mm-hmm. he starts out by saying, let the word of God become real to you. That's a great way to start. Oral Roberts Absolutely. is is definitely giving us some good information here. He says, let the word of God become real to you. Sometimes we hear the word and know it's true in our, in our heads, but it hasn't become real in our hearts yet. Can anybody relate to that? I know I can. Yeah. He goes on to say, if that is your struggle, You can build the faith in your heart by reading, listening to, and meditating on God's word about healing. Let me me stop you right there. Go right ahead. 
many people are built up on mental ascent and not faith. What do you mean, Brother Elder? Faith is of the heart, it's of the spirit. Mental ascent is in your head. Oh, yes, I believe in healing, praise God. Well, you know, God is a healer, but it have not come, it has not become, rather, real to you yet. Well, Brother Elder, what you think is wrong? Why do you think I'm not healed? Do you, do you see what I'm saying to you? It has yeah. not become real to you yet. We have to get out of the mental ascent stage and go into the faith stage. Now, am I saying somebody in this class today don't have faith? That's not what I'm saying. Here's what I am saying. You may not be built up in it. Listen, if I would listen to my feelings and obey my feelings, I wouldn't be in this class with you today. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. But I don't go by what I feel. I can't afford to. We don't, we don't do that. The prophet and I don't do that. Why? We know better. All Satan want to do is catch you over in the arena of mental sense, of feelings. And he'll do a number on you that's not of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Yes. All right. So getting back to our article from Oral Roberts, this great uh, tenth revival uh, minister. He said, and I'll repeat, if that is your struggle, and what is that? He said, it's not become real in our hearts yet. If that is your struggle, build, you can build your faith in your heart by reading, by listening, and by meditating on God's word about healing. Let's yeah. go on. Faith comes by hearing and receiving the truth in God's word. Now, I'm going to go a little slowly here because I want to make sure that, you know, you're getting this in your heart. All right. It's easy to come in our heads, but we need, we need to receive it in our hearts. That's right. Faith comes by hearing and receiving the truth in God's word. You may need to spend more time with God's word than you usually do. Mm-hmm. You can also be encouraged in your faith by reading and listening to stories of people who have been healed. Now, we've heard that many times, haven't you? Re- repeat that again. You kind of broke up a little bit on that. It says you can also be encouraged in your faith by reading and listening to stories of people who have been healed. Mm. We, we've had many testimonies on in the faith in our healing school of people who have been healed. Yes. 
And so he's saying you can be encouraged in your faith by listening to other people give an account of how God healed them. He says, don't become discouraged, though, when you do not see immediate results to your own prayers. Don't become discouraged. It doesn't mean that there is anything wrong with your faith if an answer doesn't come what instantly. See, that's one of the tricks of Satan. When we don't see, we pray, and we don't see it happening immediately, we tend to become discouraged. And that's, that's right. Satan's job, right? He wants to keep you discouraged. That's so he's right. encouraging us. He's saying, do not become discouraged if you don't see immediate results from your prayers. It does not mean that there is anything wrong with your faith if an answer doesn't come instantly. Mm. And so he's saying, continue to pray. Continue to thank God and ask others to pray and agree with you. Now, I want to say something. I want to pause there because he's saying, continue to pray and thank God and ask others to pray in agreement with you. That is vitally important. The prayer of agreement is very important, not only just healing, but any area of life. But the key here is making sure you're getting someone to agree with you who, is a, who believes what you believe. Mm -hmm. That's good. Are you listening? Because, and people want to help. They really do. They, they try in every way possible to encourage others when they're going through something. And they'll say quickly, oh, yeah, I'll, I will agree with you. But there is a lot to be considered and taken into consideration when you, when you make a commitment to agree with someone. And what am I talking about? What am I saying here? When you agree to, agree to get an agreement with someone, what are you really saying? You're saying that from this day forward, whatever faith confession we make today, I'm going to stay with you in that agreement until I see it manifest. I'm mm -hmm. going to repeat that. When you say, when you make a commitment to get an agreement with someone, what are you saying? This is what you are saying. This is what you are agreeing to. You are agreeing to remain faithful. You are agreeing to stay committed. You are agreeing to keep that same faith confession going until you see the manifestation of whatever it is you're standing there believing God for. That's right. That's your responsibility when you make that faith confession, when you say, I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> so that's, that's what right. it entails. That's what it's talking about. You staying faithful to say the same thing. Mm -hmm. You mean even if we don't see it, the, the, the healing come right away? Yes. Stay faithful and just continue to thank God. Just continue to stand in faith. Just continue to say, thank you, Father. You mean to tell me two weeks have had? Yes, just stay the same. Say the same thing. You mean two months? Yes, stay the same. Thank God for it. Continue to believe God for it. You mean three months? Yes, continue to say the same thing. Continue to thank God for the healing. You mean six months? I mean six months, a year. It does not matter because you have made a commitment. 
to agree with that person for their healing. And when mm -hmm. you agree to stand in faith with someone that you're telling them, I will not change my confession. I will not go back on what I agreed to stand in faith with you for. I'm going to stand right there. So I just wanted to really lay the groundwork for what he's saying when he said, and it's okay to get someone to agree with you for your healing. So you see what that means? Be careful what you agree to agree <laughs> on. If you're not, if you're not willing to stand with that person, do not, do not get into that. It's just like a contract. When you go to the dealer and you buy an automobile and you sign the, the, the papers for that automobile, most of us do not pay cash for automobiles. We go into a what? Yeah. A payment plan, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you finance it. And when That's you right. finance it, you sign in the paperwork saying you will make the payments when they are due. That's yes. a contract. Well, you're doing the same thing. It's a contract. When you say to a person, I will agree with you. You're, you're agreeing to all the terms in the contract. And I just wanted to point out some of the stipulations in the contract when you're saying it spiritually. I will stand with you. I will not turn. I will not go back on my word. I will not abort the mission. I will stand there with you. I will pray with you. I will believe God with you. So it's okay to ask people to get an agreement with you. It's what he's saying. Continue to pray. Continue to thank God. And continue to you know, stand in faith. Get someone to stand in faith with you. So you want to make sure this is a Christian who knows what he or she is doing. All right, let's go on. Ask yourself if there is a spiritual or emotional issue that could be affecting your physical health. I'll repeat that. I'll say it again. He's saying, ask yourself if there is a spiritual or emotional issue that could be affecting your physical health. What is he saying? If there is a spiritual, emotional issue, you know, a lot of people are in fear. That's that's fear is definitely going to work against your your healing. We cannot. That's an emotional issue. We cannot uh, be fearful all day long. Oh, I'm so afraid. I'm not going. You can't be in fear and in faith at the same time. That's right. Hey, listen, it's going to affect your healing. Yes. So if fear comes, cast it down. Cast it down. Doubt comes, it's emotional. Cast it down. These are the things. Ask God to show you if that's there. Some of us already know. We don't need to ask God. You know whether you're in fear. You know whether you're in doubt. That's right. But then get rid of it, he's saying. Get rid of that. Ask yourself, if there is there any spiritual or emotional issues that could be affecting my physical health? It's important, he goes on to say, to open up every area of your life to God so he can heal you. He can heal your entire being. I'm going to repeat that. It's important yeah. to open yourself up in every area of your life to God so he can what? Heal your entire being. You have to open yourself up. You have to confess everything. You have to lay it all out on the line. Father, there's something. Is there anything there? And then he says, ask God, is there, if there is something blocking your healing? Father, is there anything blocking my healing? You can ask God that. That's right. Sometimes you, you have to deal with 
with demonic activities that might be blocking your healing. You don't know. You don't know. That's right. But if you ask God, God will reveal it. And if he reveals, you know, if he reveals an issue to you, deal with it through repentance and whatever else you need to do to make it right. I'm going to say it again. This is Brother Oral Roberts saying this and not Eleanor. I'm just sharing what he's saying. If he reveals an issue to you, deal with it through repentance and whatever else you need to do to make it right. That's right. See, and it's easy, you know, you you say through repentance. Yeah. You know, 1 John 1 and 9. This is me, Helen Elder. You know, 1 John 1 and and 9. What does it say? If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. Mm -hmm. Come on to forgive us and to cleanse us of what? All unrighteousness and to create in us what? A clean heart Mm -hmm. and to renew a right spirit within us. Now, why would God put First John 1 and 9 in the Bible, if he thought we wouldn't need it. He yeah. knew we would need it. Absolutely. So this is what Brother Roberts is saying. If he reveals an issue to you, then deal with it through repentance. That's right. And whatever else you need to do to make it right. Absolutely. Let's go on. He says, continue to resist the devil. Continue to, re- what does that mean? Resist the devil. You know, Satan will bring temptations to you. He will bring thoughts to you. He will bring all kinds of suggestions to you. That's how he works. Yes. So he's saying, resist those thoughts. Resist those feelings of, you know, uh, panic attacks and, and all kinds of fears and things that's going to hinder the move of God that's going to bring you healing. He says, resist those things. That's right. And they will what? Flee from you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have something there, Apostle. And they will. But you see, you have to understand Satan is a legalist. God will forgive you, but Satan won't. And there are many people, I'm sure some of you under the sound of my voice right now listening to us. Satan have told you, you are sick because of something you have done. But did you know what the prophet just said about a first John 1 9? Yeah. Jesus also said, by his stripes, you are what? You are healed. healed. Mm-hmm. You don't have to try to get healed because healing is a finished work of Jesus Christ. He has already done it. Amen. Somebody said, Well, one of these old days I'm gonna get healed. That's not gonna happen. What tomorrow I'm going to be healed. That is not going to happen. Ask me why. Because Jesus have already done it. Amen. Do you see what I'm saying to you? So when the devil start lying to you, accusing you, tell him, go sit down, shut up somewhere. Because you have found out the truth and the truth now that you know have made you free. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you here? Amen. All right. All right. So back to our notes. He says, if he reveals, if God reveals, if something's blocking your healing and God reveals an issue to you, you deal with it through repentance or whatever else you need to do to make it right. Let's go on. He said, continue to resist the devil. We talked about that. He is the source of sickness. 
Satan is the source of sickness. And he will try to deceive you into doubting God's healing power. You know, many people go through that. Oh, God doesn't heal anymore. They even have people in the church selling you healing went out with the apostle. Yeah. But 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 here's what I want to ask you. This is Helen Elder this morning asking you this question. Show it to me in the scriptures. Show that to me where healing went out with the apostles. Show it to me where God does not heal anymore. Yeah. Show it to me where healing is old fashioned and that's a thing of the past and I will believe it. But if you cannot show me that in the word of God, I'm going to continue to believe that God is a healer. I'm going to continue to believe that he's still healing. Satan is not going to be able to put that kind of doubt in my head. God's healing power is still available for you today, child of God. I use it all the time and you can too. So he's going on, we're going on with brother uh, Robinson notes. He says, so put the devil in his place. Put him in his place. Refuse to accept negative thoughts or doubts. Replace those thoughts. Replace those doubts with God's word. See it? Now you can go and do that. When the doubt comes, go get the scriptures. Go get 1 Peter 2.24. Go get Isaiah 53.5. Go get Psalms 107 and 20. I mean, I can go on. Go get Proverbs 2020. Go 4 and 20. Go get the healing scriptures that prove that God is still a healer. Put him in his place. Refuse to accept negative, I'm reading again, refuse to accept negative thoughts or doubts. Replace them with God's word. Brother Roberts goes on to say, let God direct you about how to receive your healing. Now, some of you may not have thought about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. Let God direct you about how to receive your healing. This he goes real- on to say, yeah, he goes on to say many times when we are sick, we get it in our minds that God will heal us in a certain way. Uh-huh. But then we get disappointed when it does not happen as we thought it would happen in our mind. Now, if that's you, child of God, let's stand there for a moment, put a little pin, a little mark there. Sometimes we think, well, you know, God is going to heal me uh, in uh, what, what kind of way we can think of. Well, God is going to heal me because I'm good and because I did everything right or because I'm doing this and I'm doing that. No, no, child of God, God doesn't work that way. That's right. Let's take the, let's do an example from the scripture. Jesus told the man to go dip in the pool of the, uh, say, that, say that word. Bethesda. Bethesda. Go dip in the, into that pool and come and show yourself again. He said dip seven times. You know, this man thought that Jesus would lay his hands on him and speak mighty words. But that's not what he did. He said, go jump in the pool and come back. Yeah. He was disappointed. He said, that's a little, an old dirty pool. And you want me to go and dip myself in that old dirty pool when you're standing right here and you can lay your hand on me and you can heal me with the words of God. Why, why do you want me to do that? See, 
that's an example of where some of us are. You think that some prophet is going to speak my or hailstones or something is going to come down from heaven and you're going to see a flash of light or it's going to be a thunder or this, that, and the other. We think. Yeah. Yeah. But no, God is in a small, still voice telling us something else, and we 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 don't we don't believe that. Are you listening to me? Absolutely. This is what Brother Roberts was talking about. This is an example of what he's talking about when he said we think in our minds it's going to be one way, but that's not God's way. God has many different ways to heal us. And if you read through the scriptures and read the healing anointings and read the different healing activities and experiences and situations where Jesus actually healed people in the New Testament, you're going to see he even spat on some another man. He spat on him. He spat on his, he spat on the man's eyes. That's right. You don't know what he's going to do. That's right. So he tells you, go jump in the pool. <laughs> He tells you turn around three times and, and jump up and say, whatever, do it. I don't know, but don't get it in your mind. This is me again. I'm going away from the reason of what Brother Robert said. I'll get back to it in a minute. But do not ex just think because you have thought in your mind the healing is going to come this way, and that's the only way that Jesus can heal, that God can heal you. It is not, child of God. You don't know the mind of God. You don't know what he might do. So be open. That's what Brother Roberts is saying. Let mm -hmm. God direct you how to receive your healing. He said many times when we are sick, we thought in our minds that it was going to be one way, but it, we were disappointed because it didn't happen the way we thought. Yeah. And he goes on to say, often we block God's healing power simply because we are not open to the many ways God uses healing. We're not open to the many ways he uses for healing. He goes on to say, your healing may come to you by prayer. And we pray. Mm -hmm. We are praying people, right? We are some praying people. You are, I know you pray. I know you pray. I know you love God. I know you trust God. He said it may come through prayers, but he also goes on to say this. It may come by medicine. What? Yes, this is Brother Roberts. He said, it may come by medicine. He said, That's be right. open to all of God's healing methods. Hmm. He said, you may need to see a physician. It's not wrong for a Christian. I'm reading again. It's not wrong for a Christian to seek medical care. Medicine is a gift from God, and it has been given to us. When our faith is not where it needs to be, God gives us healing through medicine. Are y'all mm -hmm. listening? I'm reading again. Doctors are a means through which God has, God can bring you your healing when your faith is not where it needs to be. So be open to it and visit a doctor if you haven't already done so. That's right. And Brother Roberts closes by saying this. You may need to simply receive. That may be your problem. You may not know how to receive. You know, let me let me go off the record. Brother Roberts is not, we're not reading. We're talking now. This is coming from me. You know, many of you are so loving and so caring. You know how to give all the time. 
you know, if, if Apostle and I come on and we say, you know what, we have a need, we need to build this, we need to build that, we need to, we need more money to keep on the airwaves open to, to make sure the word is going out. And you are so faithful, partners, you are faithful. You send in, you give all the time. And that's great. That's commendable. That's good because it's in your heart. But look at what he's saying now. Many times we don't know how to re simply receive. Yeah. Many Christians have not learned how to receive from God through simple faith. That's a whole big old thing right there. Mm. Just, just, just say, I take it by faith. <laughs> That's a, that's, a, that's a revelation God gave us in this ministry this year, 2023. All right, God said, see, watch this. God said it. I believe it. And I take it by faith. That's right. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. That is big, child of God. That is big. What is that saying? I found it in the scriptures that God is a healer and he wants to heal me. Yes. I found it in the scripture. And because I found it in the scripture, I believe it. I don't need anybody to prove it to me. I don't need anybody to try to explain it to me. I believe it. I receive it because it's God's word. Now I'm going to take it by faith. What does that mean when you say you're going to take it by faith? You don't need to see anything. You don't need to hear anything. Because when you see things, that's not faith. That, that's not, you know, you say, I'll believe it when I see it. No, no, you're seeing it. So you don't have to have faith for it. It's already manifest, right? That's right. But faith stands in the gap when you don't see anything. Faith stands in the gap when you haven't heard anything. Faith stands in the gap saying it is yours when you're still in pain. Oh, you're not listening to me. That is powerful. He says, sometimes we just need to know how to receive. That's how you receive in faith. That's how you do it. You say, God said it. My father said it. I believe it. And I take it by faith. That's how you receive. Sight That's unseen. Right. No doubt, nothing. Just go down the road, skip hopping and jumping and praising God saying, I got my healing. Huh? He says, sometimes we just need to know how to receive. Well, that That's was right. me explaining to you what Brother Roberts meant when he said, sometimes we just need to know how to receive. Did you catch that? Absolutely. Hmm? That's how we receive. We just take it by faith. Sight unseen because we saw it in the word and we believe it. And we don't have to be convinced. You don't have to, you know, pump me up, remind me, you know, seven times a day. You don't have to remind me. You know, well, you know, let me prove it to you. Let me go find this and let go. Let's go dig this up, dig that up. Let's go back to this. No. Just have that childlike faith. Listen, when I saw Mark 11, that's just me again. I'm talking about myself. When I saw Mark 11, Mark 11 says, Mark 11, 22. Let's start there. Mark 11, 22. What does it say? I don't know. Let me just quote it out of my spirit. It says, have faith in God. That's what Mark 11, 22 says. And then Mark eleven twenty three says this. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. I took that by faith. When I saw that, I said, oh, okay. 
don't doubt in my heart. Mm. Child of God, that was big for me. Yeah. You know, that was really big for me. Now, watch this. You can have doubt in your head. We all have doubt in our heads. You know, you do. Your thoughts, you know, your thoughts. Satan's always shooting those thoughts. You know, but I don't feel healed. Did I miss something? Did, 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 did I really get healed? See, now, see, when you think like that, know without a shadow of a doubt that Satan shooting those bullets of doubt to you. But even in that, you can be, you can be assured that that's not coming from God. And, and then he told, he's telling us what to do with that. You know what? He over in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, he says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that's exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bring every thought captive to you. Second Corinthians, you go over there and look at that, 10 and 5, and that's what he's telling you to do. So don't be alarmed when the doubt when the doubts come. He's coming from Satan. When those thoughts come, they're coming from Satan, okay? So he's telling us, this in his closing, he's saying, you may simply just need to know how to receive. And when, yes. you, when, when you're trying to receive from God, you will, you're going to go through all of this. Satan is trying to make you doubt. You're trying to receive. He's trying to make you doubt. Anything that's negative, let me, let you, let me say this to you. Anything that's, contra that's contradicting the word of God, you know it's from Satan. That's how you know. That's how you distinguish where the thoughts are coming from. If it's going to contradict the word of God, then it's coming from Satan. So that's the one you can go ahead and cast down. You can use Second Corinthians on that. Go ahead and cast it down. How do you cast it out? Open your mouth and say, Doubt, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I command you to be removed and be plucked up and be cast into the sea. I refuse to doubt. That's good. I believe the word of God. And here's what the word of God. Remember, he told us now, replace it with the word. Replace it with the word. Tell him what you believe. I believe that Jesus was wounded for me. I believe that by his stripes, I was healed and I'm still healed today. Tell him what you believe. Tell him what the word says. And let me tell you something. Satan and his demons do not care what denomination you belong to. They don't care how intelligent you are. They don't care what your skin color is. They don't care anything about your background. You know what they're afraid of? They're afraid of the blood of Jesus. They're afraid of the word of God. When you start talking to them about the word, those demonic forces will flee. Are you listening to me? That's right. So in the tell them, in the name of Jesus, get up and get out of here. I refuse to doubt. Well, okay, let's get back to what Brother Roberts is saying. So he's saying simply receive. Many Christians don't know how, they haven't learned how to receive through simple faith. All right, so that's how we do that. And he closes. I'm going to go get back to what he said in closing. So if you believe this is an area where you are struggling, simply ask God to help you learn how to receive your healing from him. That's right. And that's that's the end of his notes. Isn't that powerful? Amen. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing in hearing yes. by the word of God. Hmm. Now, I'm sure you got many answers today that you needed to hear. Child of God, Satan is a great deceiver. Yes, he is. But what you need to do is just go ahead and receive what Jesus have already done over 2,000 years ago. He did it. He did it. 
He have already done it for you. Yeah, right now, as we speak in, let me put it this way, right now, as we speak in real time. In real time. <laughs> it's already been done for you. He's waiting on you to receive it. Are you listening to me? Go ahead and receive it. Think about this. What happens when sickness and disease bump into the real doctor? You know what I mean they by bleed. that? They flee. That's right. Well, the real doctor came. And he left his medicine. God's word is God's medicine. Amen. Go ahead and take it. Act on it. Somebody said, well, I believe. Listen, there's a difference between faith and believing. Faith need corresponding action. You can believe all day. And <clears throat> Add some, add some corresponding action to what you believe. Faith without works is what? Dead. The Amplified says, faith without corresponding actions is dead. You're going to have to respond to what he did. Jesus is the healer. And he have already done it for you. That's the main thing the devil don't want you to know. He think you got to work. He wants you to think you got to work for it. No, you don't. The work has already been done. Jesus said, it's my father who doeth the work. What you need to do is receive what he has already done. Prophet, that was very good. 